Welcome back to the show as we continue with our series, The Next Million. The series airs every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. We've been looking at Metro Vancouver through the lens of another million people living here. Our population is presently 2.8 million people and is expected to hit 3.8 million uh, by 2050. How do we accommodate all these new residents? How do we live, work, and play in a region with a million more people? We've looked at a lot of uh, interesting issues, uh, the shortage of industrial land in our city. How do we govern the region? Food security. Uh, how we commute uh, in Vancouver with another million residents. Well, today I wanted to, to, to talk about something that's relatively fun in my mind, and that, of course, uh, is the issue of BC and Metro Vancouver's professional sports scene. Over the past few years, the NBA has made it clear that it wants to expand, while well, cities like Seattle and Las Vegas have been the obvious choices so far. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver has uh, said that he is very much interested in the ever-growing basketball market here in Canada, besides the Toronto Raptors. He has said there's obviously interest in Montreal and there's still ongoing interest in Vancouver. Now remember, when the NBA arrived in Vancouver, the population was around 1.8 million people. Today we're at 2.8 million people with another million expected by 2050. So why stop at basketball? What about a provincial, uh, an NFL team uh, or an, a Major League Baseball team? Well, joining me now to discuss uh, sports in uh, Metro Vancouver in 2050 is Rob Fay, the weekend morning host here at CKNW and a longtime sports caster as well. Rob, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I was really looking forward to this conversation because, you know, we can talk about government and all that kind of stuff, but cities are also about fun. And uh, we we uh, love talking sports in this city. And now we have the Canucks, uh, and sometimes they disappoint us. Mostly they disappoint us, but we are still always there. <laughs> so let's start with the NBA just for a second. Um, they're going to announce new NBA franchises. We're expecting them to be Seattle and Las Vegas at this point. Do you see a future of a future NBA franchise back here in Vancouver? I think a lot of things would have to go right. I mean, you got to remember what the evaluation of an NBA franchise is in 2023 by comparison to 95 when mm-hmm. Arthur Griffiths was able to get an NBA team here. You're talking about billions of dollars. So the building, check, but ownership and a bigger check, that still remains to be seen who would take that on. Yeah, I was thinking about um, uh, the Phoenix Suns. Matt uh, Ishbia spent $4 billion. Uh, we just found that the Dallas Mavericks were sold for $3.5 billion. Uh, we, got, we got people with deep pockets in this city, but not that deep, that's for sure. Uh, how about NFL, the NFL or Major League Baseball? But now both of those, especially the NFL, has got a massive TV contract. There's a lot of dollars that just come in before you even sell one seat. Do you see something like that at all for the city? I think if there was one city in Canada, it'd be Toronto. But mm-hmm. I think right now Canada's probably third or fourth on the depth chart. I think they'd go back to Mexico. I think they love going to the UK. Mm-hmm. I think London's been wildly successful for the NFL. So, you know, I, again, the stars got to align on a number of fronts, but I think all roads for the NFL go through Toronto. And I think for Major League Baseball, you know, you look at Oakland and you look at some of the teams that are south of the border and yeah, there's opportunity to relocate, but even a relocation takes billions of dollars at this point. And, you know, infrastructure wise with baseball, we'd have to be building from the ground up. I mean, we've got a football stadium. We've got certain elements here, like an NBA team could go into Rogers Arena. Baseball, I mean, you're starting from scratch. So yeah. that'd be tough. Um, do we, I mean, I'm always fascinated by American cities fighting over a sports team, trying to keep a sports team. Do we not have the, is part of our problem the culture? Uh, in the sense that you go down south, there are some squ- beautiful stadiums for high school football, right? Mm-hmm. High school football, yeah. right? I was watching the BC High School Championships this past weekend uh, at uh, BC Place. Lots of really connected parents and fans, but it's still not the U.S. In regards to just the desire to spend the money to bring a team here, 
do we just is it the culture here that says no we're not going to spend that kind of money Boy, that's interesting. I had mixed thoughts. I covered the Grizzlies I was for all yeah. six years, 95 through 2001. And, you know, one of the things that I talked with a couple of the players was I didn't think that Vancouver was ready from a cool factor. And let me explain what that means. I think when you play in certain cities south of the border, like New York, for example, in Chicago and L.A., there's vibes and, and players speak the language of the community. I never felt like the Grizzlies in Vancouver clicked. I felt like it was. I felt like we were still a hockey town that was trying to figure out what basketball was. Mm. I think in 2023, you you talk about adding a million people, and you talk about Vancouver becoming more of a melting pot. I think if the NBA was to ever come to Vancouver now, it'd be much more successful. But it took us failing once for us to understand what it was and how appreciated or how we would appreciate it moving forward. So do I think it could succeed now? Yeah. Do I think we missed it the first time around? Yeah. Much more than just financially. I don't think we were ready mentally for that team. Yeah, I think there's a cultural yeah. cultural issue. So, I mean, Seattle lost their team, and they're going to get it back, but it's also the home of Microsoft and Amazon and Starbucks, and uh, a lot of folks with very deep pockets uh, in, in that city, I would even argue more so uh, than, than uh, Vancouver. Uh, one of the other issues is stadium, right? We have BC Place, mm -hmm. uh, was refurbished by, under the BC Liberal thing, the 600 million that was spent. Lots of controversy around that, but it, it got done. Um, there has been, there was talk at one point uh, by Doug McCallum, the former mayor of Surrey, <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> spent so much time talking about Surrey policing, and one would argue, Surrey policing and running a municipal police force, not a bad idea, probably, but maybe Doug McCallum isn't the guy to sell it. Uh, Doug McCallum, during the last election campaign, also <laughs> sold the idea of uh, of a stadium similar to BC Place in Surrey. Uh, he was a controversial figure. We actually uh, ended up... Uh, uh, providing or giving our, our listeners the naming rights uh, to that Surrey Stadium. Let's Love take a it. listen uh, to some of our callers. We are going to build a 60,000-person arena in Surrey. I'm granting you naming rights to this stadium. That's Dream Dome. The What Housing Crisis Palace. Or zoo. The Collecting Dust Bowl. Doug Mahal. Scandlestick Park. Dougie's Tobacco Dome. Pinocchio Place. The Empty Bowl. The Big Hole. Doug Dumpster Fire Dome. <laughs> I really enjoyed covering that election campaign. But, but here's the thing. I actually thought it's not a bad idea but maybe he wasn't the right guy to sell it. Like maybe not a 60,000 seat stadium. Like what do you think of? But with that's what killed him. Yeah. Like, you know that, that it was the number that everybody was like, what is he thinking? If it was 30, sure. 25, yeah. maybe. Like, isn't this region in need of an open air 30,000 seat stadium right now? Absolutely. And you think back in the days, I guess it's almost been 10 years when the Whitecaps tried to get that done down at the waterfront. And boy, if they could have done it with their own money, it would have been fantastic. But I look back to when the BC Lions were refurbing BC Place. Well, actually, BC Place was, but yeah. they had to go out to the P&E. And even though it was just constructed like Lego because they were only there temporarily, fans loved the open air concept. They loved seeing the mountains and seeing the P&E behind them. That to me, if you could do that over again, but do it maybe in a, a rural setting like out in Surrey, for example, or Langley, 
it's it's just a cash cow waiting to happen. I really believe that. Yeah, I mean, BC Place has had lots of memorable performances there, uh, but it doesn't fill up under a Whitecaps or a Lions uh, game number one. And 95% of the time, it's just a big white elephant that sits there, and it's dead around there. And that's the other thing. It, it, and that's where I sometimes think these stadiums, either you build an entertainment complex around them, build a hotel or a convention center, but just on their own. They're kind of a dead zone. If you yeah. look at downtown, they're a dead zone, right? Yeah, you know, and I, I would say the last couple of years has been a struggle. I mean, COVID didn't help anybody down there. The businesses have no. struggled. I mean, even when your team doesn't make the playoffs, it struggles. So I, I would like to think of the reason that I justified using it out towards the burbs is you talk about all these demographics and all these people that have done their research and you think of New West and Surrey and Langley and Burnaby and all these people that would, you know, love to not have to pay 50 bucks for parking. Why not go to the Burbs? Yeah. Why not at least explore that? Well, they're moving SkyTrain out to Langley City, yeah. and hopefully one day to move it all the way up 200th Street by that movie theater. I've always thought that's a place where people, folks in the valley can come in and park there and come in. Uh, but give us a call on the open line. We'd love to hear from you. Another million people moving to Vancouver. Do you think it's time we seriously started looking at an open-air stadium, perhaps 30,000, 40,000 people, uh, maybe a hotel attached to it? Uh, maybe not the Doug Mahal or Scandlestick Park, <laughs> as it was said, but maybe there is a room for that. I mean, this is what annoys me. Rob, is that there was the private sector, in this case, it's the white cap saying, we'll build the yep. stadium and we still managed to mess it up in this region that, no, 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 let's let's spend more tax dollars when you don't need to, right? I'll bet you a dollar that if they'd have pitched it to Ken Sim, they'd already have shovels in the ground. Yeah, probably. I mean, Betcha. we have a private sector arena already. It's called Rogers Arena. It's been successful. We love it. We go to it. So I'm not sure why we say no to somebody willing to pay to build a, a stadium. So give me a call. Love to hear from you. What do you think of the idea of an open-air stadium, Thirty to 40,000 uh, here in the Metro Vancouver area, perhaps the suburbs? Uh, and also would love your thoughts on whether you think uh, Vancouver will ever attract an NBA or an NFL team or Major League Baseball. 604-280-9898. That's 604-280-9898. Star 9898 on your cell phone. Rob Fay is our guest. Your call's next. Hey, welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, uh, we're talking about our series, The Next Million, and we're talking about uh, Vancouver as a sports city in 2050. With another million people here, does that mean we'll maybe attract uh, the odd uh, franchise here, NH- uh, sorry, NFL or the NBA or Major Major League Baseball. Uh, we also want to hear from you. Do you think it's time we, we really uh, focus on building a thirty to 40,000 uh, seat open air stadium? Think about watching BC Lions on a beautiful uh, sunny day or the Whitecaps rather than massive cavernous uh, BC Place. Call us on the open line, 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your cell phone. We'd love to hear from you. Do you think we should move forward with that stadium idea in the suburbs? Because that's where 75% of us live, you know. Uh, let's go to, uh, speaking of the suburbs, let's go to Gurdeep and Siri. Hi, Gurdeep. Hi, Jazz. Um, yeah, thank you for taking my call. I think um, the Cloverdale Fairground would be a great location. I understand the race uh, course is moving and there's a huge open space there. There's already a casino. Skytrain is going to be running close by. It's Highway 15 or 176 goes to the U.S.-Canada border. So that would be a great location to put a 30,000, 40,000-square-foot stadium. And I'm not just... And, you know, in our natural evolution uh, with the kind of growth, you know, professional sports, uh, and, and not just restrict to, you know, football or anything... Look at tennis. You know, if you look at the popularity, we just hosted the Labor Cup, and there was a huge uh, success. And you know, we, for example, if you know your tennis, we could go for a 500 level or a thousand level uh, 
you know, uh, professional uh, tournament uh, for tennis, and that that'll be a huge draw as well. So we got to expand our you know thinking. Yeah, Gritty, thank you for your. I didn't even think about that, Rob. That's actually true. You know, in regards mm-hmm. to if you build a stadium, it doesn't take much more to build, let's say, a, a big a tennis court that can handle a thousand people or many other things. Well, I went to the Labor Cup and I was dumbfounded how beautiful it looked. I mean, it's usually a hockey arena or a you know a venue for music, but man, did it look sparkling! And they had Roger Federer come out and wave to the crowd. So yeah, it could totally be done. But I'm thinking twenty five, thirty thousand. You know where I've long thought that they could. I don't know if Burnaby'd be down with it, but I think the grounds where Swangard is mm. is still a great spot. You're not far from transit. You got the park right beside you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think there's something there. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know the, uh, the the new SkyTrain that's going in all the way to land. City. I'm not sure how close it's going to be to Cloverdale. I'm assuming it'll be quite close. It does go down Fraser Highway, to my understanding. But yeah, it's always it's that SkyTrain. If it's close enough, or maybe you put something in and SkyTrain shows up anyway. That's you how never you do know. it, right? That's how you have to do it. Uh, one of the other things, uh, and uh, Keith, just hang on one second. We'll get to you in a second, Keith, in Vancouver. It's also the demographics of this city are changing, right? I mean, I got stopped here one day, it was two months ago, so, uh, one of our listeners, he said hi, and he says, look, you know, Canada's about to make the Cricket World Championships, Jazz, you guys should cover that. Mm-hmm. And we actually end up covering it based on that conversation. Uh, but I know Toronto's got a very beautiful 2020 cricket, which is basically taking five days of cricket, the old cricket, and condensing it down to uh, something that's on for three hours, like most sports, a 2020 cricket, which is huge. And, in, and I know the last World Championships in cricket, it just uh, was uh, last month, uh, the championships between India and Australia, 360 million people. Uh, Super Bowl, uh, last Super Bowl, 2023, Kansas City and Philadelphia, 115 million viewers. So Really? So, you know, even a cricket pitch or something <laughs> like that, I could see something. It wouldn't cost that much. I know in India, I've been, been to some of them, 120,000 seat cricket pitches. This is massive. I can't even fathom that. I know. But they, they, there's, a, there's a cricket league now in the U.S., and they've bought an old minor league baseball uh, stadium, and it's a cricket pitch now in Texas. In Texas, they're playing cricket. So I think demographics are going to drive some of this as well. And it gets to some of these other sports that we generally don't focus on, you know. So Jazz, I think you're on to something. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, let's go to Keith in Vancouver. Hi, Keith. Cricket in Texas. That is quite something. <laughs> I've heard of that. I know. Uh, I, think, I think it'll be quite cold in Hades before the NFL ever shows up here. One of the reasons San Diego no longer has a team, and this is a quote I heard a number of years ago, it's too small of a market. And there's a half a million more people living in greater San Diego right now than there is in greater Vancouver. So that's probably a no-go. You don't think so? I mean, eight games, we couldn't fill the stadium for the eight games? I mean, there's enough British Columbians already traveling to Seattle most weekends during the NFL season. Yeah, I'm not sure it's that. It, it's uh, Rob said it's that, that cool aspect, too. It, it would cost a pretty mighty hefty price for a ticket, I would think, for NFL as well. But I, I have to throw one quip at you from 30-odd years ago when BC Place opened 40 now. Is there was always talk, oh, we could get an NFL team now. We got this great big stadium. And it was very quickly brought up that there was some problems with how close the abutment of the seats came down to ground level. And it was like if you were 12 feet past the end of the end zone, if you were eight feet up, you might hit this abutment. And the redoubtable Jim Taylor made the comment if the BC Lions can find a wide receiver who's still 
eight feet in the air, 12 feet out of the end zone, they should sign him very quickly. <laughs> there you go. Thanks so much, Keith. Uh, appreciate uh, appreciate uh, your call. It's still a great sports town. I just wish we get another team of some sort, you know? You know, what's funny is uh, the Canadians were exploring the possibility of trying to bring Major League Baseball up here for a couple of exhibition games. Uh, for those a little longer in the tooth like myself, you remember the exhibition series that used to come up to BC yeah. Place, had the Mariners, had the Blue Jays, um, you know, a few different teams from the States. We did batting practice there. It was it was super sleuth. It was, Pavco wanted nothing to do with this being public, but we took a bunch of UBC baseball players and a bunch of aluminum bats and saw how they did there. And if they could hit the you know second tier, chances are Jose Bautista is going to be able to put one <laughs> in the moon. Anyhow, in addition to them and the scoreboard and all the things that didn't make it work, when they reconfigured the stadium for soccer and the Olympics, they actually put a bunch of concrete in there that takes baseball completely out of the equation. So everybody says, oh, we should bring baseball back and put it in a BC place. It is physically impossible to do that, just so that people know. Because people think, oh, we should bring the exhibitions back. Can't do it. Oh, wow. Well, maybe another million people will convince them to maybe make some changes. Rob, thanks so much, my friend. My pleasure.